Hello and welcome to a Mall Life Podcast, where we're excited to talk about mall shop and all the things happening in the lives of those who live the shopping centers. Uh, we're excited to be here today. I am Dave. And I'm Don. And we are just glad to be back at it. We've had some successful uh, re reunions, so to speak, the last couple episodes, where I uh, got to work with uh, my dad and, and your original mentor, which was pretty pretty awesome. Um, and the big retail show just happened recently, and the NRF retail show, and and uh, you know what you know what news came out of that? Uh, the bricks and mortar is not dying, and that was a narrative that should never have existed because they're evolving. Who knew? Who knew that malls would still be good I with know stores? I've, I've said it before, but I know at least three times in my career, I it was a headline on either Time or Newsweek or Wall Street Journal that malls were dead, and uh, they didn't die over that forty-year span. Nope, yep, here they are. Yet here they are. So, but, but they also aren't the same. That's true. The, no, there's nor, true nor should they be. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like the communities they live in, right? The, as, as the community evolves or shifts or changes, just like society, the malls are actively mirroring and evolving and trying to push the envelope in a good way to things that the community can come and enjoy. Yeah, we can probably go through a list of the stores that didn't evolve. And now they're called vacancies or, Ooh, or yeah. whoever came well, in let's, afterwards. Let's, so. well, let's welcome our guest and then let's do exactly that. Let's think of maybe think of three names that you remember that don't exist anymore. And we'll try, we'll try that. Um, so welcoming back to the show is our good friend David. Welcome back, David. Thanks, guys. It's great to be here. I've uh, missed not being here. Uh, but I am very excited to sit here and be with you all. One more time. Give to- me a chance. Totally exciting. Welcome to have you. Glad to have you back. So, David, uh, you have both retail and mall experience in your in your history. What's what's a couple stores that you remember? Uh, I can start with Don. Let's start with Don. Oh, sorry, okay. Don. Don. Okay, give me give me one of the stores that you think you can Montgomery think Wards. Montgomery Wards. I'll go with Lerner. All right. What do you got, David? Camelot Music. Ooh. Or any of the music stores. <laughs> any, any. Yeah, that's all, right. At any, all. Any music store. That's, that's right. All that's the awesome. ones I went into as a, as a child and in college. Oh, all, all, the, all the great music ones. Yeah. Hastings Records. Ha- was Hastings. Was there, too. You had, uh, you had Sam Tower Goody. Records. Tower Records. I worked there, too. Oh. Yeah. I remember, I remember um, my first mall as an assistant, the Sam Goody closed like my second week there and it was this big and like they had this huge bulkhead that came out of it this this ginormous nub that came out over the sign band it was just like what are we going to do with this i think it was a hundred thousand dollars to get them all shaped back into good shape just to get a new store in that wouldn't look like a sam goody <laughs> so yeah all right don what's another one well i'm gonna stick with the big boxes kmart all right uh, Ooh, they, yeah. that, that was a, a long slow painful death but then they bought sears so which, uh, which was totally <laughs> ironic right like sears go, kmart goes bankrupt first but then buys sears and then they both go bankrupt so there you well, go well where did lands in come into that too lands in was, well, was sears, sears bought, sears land. bought lands in yeah 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 and then and then existed just like structure from the 90s oh that's lived great on one. in sears like until the day they closed yeah. lived on what's another one you, you got? remember the big box called mercantile they were all over the Southwest. Uh-huh. We, Dillard's yeah, bought them all. Okay, so Dill, that's the mercantile. Yeah, exactly. Because I've seen that on leases before yep. as the the mercantile, but I've never yep. seen. I never seen an actual the bottom band of the right hand side. Oh, the well, there was a ton of consolidation in those big boxes where yep. those people came in and just bought up a lot the, of regional players. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that was what Bonton really was. You had Yonkers yep. and Bonton yep. and uh, Carson Prairie Scott and Herbergers, and they all became Bonton and. And then now they're gone. So yeah. there you go. They're 
sad times for a lot of places. I remember Pocatello, Idaho, had what we got at Herberger's, and it was like we had we we were we were kings of the of the town, and now they're sad again because it's gone. But you know, yeah. way way goes. And then let's see, what's one more? Uh, how about county seat? Do you remember yep. that one? I used to get the best corduroy pants, which is weird. I know, but good but corduroys are hard. Good to corduroys find. are hard to find, <laughs> and they had them in thirty six length because these gorilla legs aren't going to work very well. You know, they're all. Y- you know, while we're talking about evolving, I remember in Hickory Farms used to be stores year round. Oh yeah, and then you know they just went to the kiosk. And their, model. their counterpart Harry and David was the was the great <laughs> the great uh, you know sausage off. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, there was nothing worse than having a, a Hickory Farms in your mall, though, because everyone bought you a Hickory Farms gift pack. And uh, <laughs> there were times where our office smelled a little bit like a meatpacking plant because that was something people could get cheap and let it go through. Oh, that's that's actually really true. I, didn't, I think we used to we did used to get a lot of uh, gifts in the office from like Harry and David and from from Her- Hickory Farms and. You know, that, all that, the good meats and cheeses. As we know, I have a story for everything that made me think of talking about uh, Hickory Farms and smelling like meat. Uh, there was an article one time where it was talking about you could use Spam as a cleaner. Oh, what? Yes, as furniture polish. I guess it was the oil that was in the Spam. And so I had a boss wow. coming out, and so uh, we had put up some signs about cut cam with Spam. And uh, I had taken slices of Spam. And I had put them in the soap dishes in the bathroom. I had them later. <laughs> I, I actually, I actually got some of the, those chocolate shells that you could put on. I did chocolate covered spam. Oh, and uh, awesome. when she wasn't looking, I stuck a couple of those cans in her purse. And when she's trying to go through security, and they're checking <laughs> her, her luggage, spam. and she's got, so she's got spam awesome. there. So uh, she'd be a good one to have on <laughs> because that's, uh, that's because <laughs> well because she didn't fire you. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's, that's the right. first, yeah, that's yeah. The first yeah. thing. And and yeah. we never we never reduced our cleaning costs by using spam. But it was you know I, Wait. I, I you know I was forward thinking. You I know I've 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 got a couple of wood armchairs you know that I'm I'm gonna go rub some spam <laughs> on that right now see if it re you know, oh. keeps the keeps the teak. Teak in good, good and, condition. And it just flows off your tongue. Cut cam with spam. Yeah, I cut mean, cam it's got with a spam. Nice, yeah. nice ring cut, to it. Yeah. Cut cam what with about spam. gadzooks or McKinney yeah. oh. shoes? Kenny yep. shoes. Kenny shoes. Oh, I think I remember. Remember that? What about BK Knights? Do you remember BK those guys? BK Knights. Like, I think the they actually had some suits. stores, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they had they had some pretty cool stuff out of out of out of, uh, out of UK. Um, go. That was a well, that's a good list. Well, of, then, or we can go in another circle. Yeah, Toys we got, R Us. Yep. Went away. Yep. Now Toys R Us is right. back. back. Yep. And the, and their pop-ups in Macy's are really doing very cool well. and doing very, very well. Yeah, yep. like 2,500 square foot little pop-ups. And they've got even got benches that you can sit next to Jeffrey the giraffe on there, put your right. arm around. It's like, Jeffrey's back. I've missed you, Joffrey. You well, I'll, I'll bring up a good one because you still have the shirt. It's Blockbuster. Oh, Blockbuster Video. I still remember my number from when I worked in – it, my my last four was four double zero six one was my was my employee ID number, but I remember the whole thing because the whole code would break down like the store, the region, something else, and then it was your employee number. So like, so I can still go off two one seven three six three four double zero six one. It was like the the three number. The, the number What's your social years. security number? Well, you I'm gonna tell you about that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> one two three four five six eight nine. So so my my I can still go into uh, my previous world and go nine zero zero two two five one six nine. Oh, and that would get me into everything. So it's stuck. Yep. It's literally it's just, burnt just, into my just finger. Into you. My ten code <laughs> finger. You're yep. just. It's like a it's like a ten key it, yeah. masterpiece. Yeah, it's what's, done. What's the ABC late night show, Jimmy? 
Kimball. Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel, yeah. Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, did you watch his – I watched a little bit of his 20th anniversary, and he was talking about 20 years ago when he started and, uh, you know, how things have changed since then. And he said um, – he reached into his pocket and pulled out his Blockbuster card. And oh. he said, if you had told me, I would have lasted more, longer than Blockbuster. Because he said, you know, when they first started doing that show 20 years ago, they didn't have the Internet. They didn't have Google. They had Hey Jeeves. Remember when oh, you yeah. used yeah. Ask, yeah. Ask Jeeves? Ask, Jeeves. Ask, Ask Jeeves. So think about how much material comes to these people now that are writing those those current shows, those daily shows where they need current information. You know, there's, there's a treasure trove on social media. But before when they were getting it, yeah, you it know, was it, it was whatever word of mouth they could hear, and whatever someone was forwarding them from, right. you know, all the newspapers getting delivered like to the, them. Satan coming yeah. to the mall. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was the yeah, earliest. Yeah, like, right. like Satan coming to Cash Valley Mall. <laughs> Absolutely, that's that, and that and that lived on forever. That was an annual re- redo for Jay Leno. So <laughs> thank you, yeah, Jay. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Circuit City? Oh yeah, yeah. I spent a lot of money there. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and and the battle came down to Best Buy versus Circuit City, and then Ultimate Electronics was the third wheel in that one. And well, Radio Shack and Radio Shack, yeah. Oh man, to beat that, you, yeah. You yeah. know, in, in Radio Shack did some big box stores called Incredible Universe. Oh, they were yeah. they were huge. They'd oh, taken over a, uh, or actually they built a new one in the town I was living in, and they were massive. I mean, massive. And uh, I'm not a, a, a electronic guy. I'm not geeky at all. Not because I don't want to be, I'm just not smart enough to be. And I went in to buy a digital camera. And I had looked a couple other places like Walmart and some other stores. So I get in there and they had a low price guarantee match. So I see a camera in there and it's pretty impressive and and it was cheaper. So I told the person I was interested in that and I said, I can get it for this price over at Walmart. And they said, we'll have to verify that. And I said, okay. So they left left me there at the counter. There's no one else at the counter now. People are coming up wanting to buy stuff, and they're back trying to verify my... And they come back, and they said, uh, we can't sell it to you for that. And I said, why not? And they said, because that's below our cost. And I said, oh, that sign doesn't say we yeah. match prices unless it's below our cost. <laughs> so he scurried back to talk to someone again. And now I'm turning people away when they come up to the counter going, you see that sign? It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> and I'm thinking, you know, I probably cost them a couple hundred dollars worth of business now that they're going, they're going back. And they finally ended up selling it to me for that. But I think what they did is they went back and called Walmart to make sure it wasn't. I just had a friend there working. And go, yeah, we're selling those for $5 today, you know, <laughs> yeah. to verify that there really du- was a price. But, d- double check you. Yeah. yeah. But uh, they didn't last long after that. I remember one time going in when I was looking for a, a better TV, and I went back to the same place because now I knew I had their number and knew how to get it. And the guy selling me the TV, all he was doing was reading the three lines of copy they have underneath the price about it's uh, you know such and such resolution, and it's and I said no, I want someone who knows what yeah. they're selling. Is this on. a good TV? Well, it says it's good. It says it's top of the line uh, digital display. Yeah. You yeah. get better service at Costco because well, they have people there. They have people that there that are designed to sell it, and you get you get the good deal. Well, and and it was always interesting when you went into those because like. Circuit City was all about the commission, excuse me. Versus, you know, Best Buy was just about we're we're here to get good service and sell sell it to you. And Best Buy wasn't always the best buy. I mean, let's you know for fairness, but but you'd go into Circuit City and they're like, how do we sell this to you? And we like if you're walking in out with two grand, can we, can it be three? Let's let's see how we can get this done because, you know, those sales guys were in it to win it. Uh, versus Best Buy's going like, wow, well, we we just we got this whole wall of TVs. Let's find the right one for you. Let's talk through it and have the expertise. And and there was just a different 
different brand. It's kind of like the Home Depot Lowe's, you know, one set up for contractors and one set up for your wife, you know, like, you know, kind of thing. Oh. Throwing it to oh. me? Oh. No, I'm just so just, you, well, look I, like you, you look like you had something. No, 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 no. I'm thinking. Well, you know, when you were talking about Circuit City, you know, think about. Uh, I, I'm old enough that I remember when cell phones used to make us thousands and thousands. Oh gosh, me, yeah. Uh, cell phones when. Uh, Payphones used to make oh, thousands payphones. and yeah. thousands of dollars. I had a, and you, you had ten or twenty of them at your property. I had a property in West Virginia that was right. Excuse me, West Virginia in yeah. Tennessee that was right next to Interstate Forty, and we had twenty-five payphones, wow. just a whole row of them with wow. extra long cords. And there were times where every one of them was full, where salesmen had pulled over, they'd be in their car, they'd have the phone inside the car, and they'd be on the phone forever making. And uh, I remember as, as they start going away, it was like we were losing, I mean, seriously, tens big, of thousands big of dollars. Money. yeah. But then uh, when cell phones came, when you said they're in it to win it, when you go in, I've gotten mortgages that were easier to understand than my phone plan. Yeah. Uh, and I think less paperwork. I mean, <laughs> I'm not sure. Absolutely. That's true. But, but you go in now, and it's like, well, if you do this and this and this and this and this, and I mean, I mean, I, I, like I said, I've already admitted I'm not the – the, the greatest person with this but it's overwhelming sometimes yeah yeah lots Agreed. of well lots of choices and and the thing is like those cell phone places i mean radio shack actually got into it and was huge as a sprint seller yeah and so i in college i actually worked for a call center that was sprint's call center and so i would do all of the back end for sprint and sprint was actually cutting edge because they were the first ones to offer low credit uh phone plans but they would set up – the parameter was essentially that, like, if you had low credit, you could not get anybody to give you a cell phone because it was right. just so much cost and, and everything. This is the early days of it. And they and Sprint came out and said, look, we'll, we'll give you – I think it was a 100 or $125 limit. Like, you come in, we'll present to you, we'll give you a phone, but it'll be a $100 limit, $125 limit, whatever it might be. And then your phone shut off. Well, the problem is, is if you sell someone a family plan – at a $125 limit with like three phones for the, them and their kids or four four phones, they get their monthly bill and the thing shuts off. Bang, d- out, out lights. And so they're calling, you know, customer service going, my phone was working yesterday and it's not working today. Well, you, uh, I see here you have a $143 bill uh, and you have a credit limit of 125 so um, you have to pay your bill. Well, that's the monthly bill. It's not even due yet. I, I don't even have it in my mail yet. Like it just billed. Yeah, well, you got to pay it now because I can't turn your phone back on. <laughs> but but they were cutting edge in that, like, finally somebody who, you know, only had a $50 plan could actually get a plan and do it. And so that was actually what started the more robust proliferation of well, of cell phones is because everyone else was like, nope, you cannot get it without this level of credit, without this level of money, yeah, without did. buying this. And they started to push them, and, and it spread out. But, man, I'll tell you what, I've – there's – like they used to rate you on how fast your you know call time was, and in college I was pretty good, you know. But there was I remember a couple of guys that came on the phone, and I think I talked to one guy for an hour and a half, and I went oh. through his bill three different ways. He said, "I just don't understand these fees." I'm like, "Well, I've explained it to you three ways to Sunday. <laughs> you still owe it, and if you'd like to pay it, I can take it now. Otherwise, you can call back." Like. Cause, I don't know nothing. Like, I've, you and know, you're just not going to get this yeah. extension yeah, yeah. again. <laughs> and I'm and I'm not. Uh, you know, I I can't do anything for you. You know, but then you get. I, I remember one of my favorite stories was a guy calls up and he is tearing into me. This phone was working at Radio Shack, and I got home, and it's not working. And you guys sold me, and blah 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 blah. And so finally, I'm trying to problem solve. I'm going through all like, okay, take the uh, let's let's you know. 
try this, try this, try this, try that, try this. And then it finally stopped. And I was like, okay, push and hold the button that has a red circle on it and just hold it. Oh, it's firing right up. Oh, yeah, sir, it was, it was just off. <laughs> you know? And I was like, okay, well, this is the level that we're selling for. Awesome. You know, like, <laughs> just like, I, he's, just, he's going, it was working. I swear. I was like, yeah, well, the, nothing, the buttons are working. Nothing's I'm like, all right. It was just. On you still it's just the on, on button. Just the on button. Yeah. Problem solved. Hey, have a great day. Good night. Quick. Put that in the wind column. But I remember uh, I was in Houston at the time when I had my first, got my first cell phone, and uh, filling out the application was just the same as filling out the, my mortgage. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And the credit. I mean, you, they ran the heck out of your credit. It was a big deal. Mm-hmm. So I remember looking at my wife, going, "Are you sure we want to get, get into this?" <laughs> well, this the minimum it, the minimum was like a two year contract. Like yeah, had, oh yeah, like there two was years. no getting yeah. out of this. It's two two years period. Yeah, but you know, we like, needed it for our business, so we're like, "Here we go." But we walked away with it. And I mean, like you're holding a new child, and you're like, "Don't drop it. Don't <laughs> mess with it. Don't lose it." Ca- for cases drift. were not what they were today. No, no, no. those leather no. pieces with that mm. little piece oh, yeah. of plastic <laughs> in the front, you flap it over. Well, <laughs> I, I, I'm old enough that in the '70s when I was selling real estate, I had a uh, car phone. Oh yeah, and that's you know it was a it was a big console that sat down on the uh, on the floorboard. There was a cable that ran to the back up through the seat and through the hump in the car. Because believe it or not, there used to be humps in the cars because yep. they used to be rear wheel drive. Rear wheel drive. The engine was in the front. And you got to get the power back there somewhere. And that was the seat that you always didn't call if you were one oh, of three children because you didn't want to sit on the hump because yeah. uh, oh, you yeah. didn't have any leg room. Yeah. So uh, at that time, it was the first gas uh, uh, shortage. And so I had a, uh, a Chevrolet Caprice Classic, and I had a Nissan. Uh, actually, back then, they were Datsun. Datsun, yeah. And the Datsun oh. got bet, much better mileage. So my, they only had, I was living in Lexington, they only had X amount of these lines that they could do. And my number family came up. One got turned in, so I, I went to get it. And so I'm deciding which car to put it in because one car gets good mileage, and the other car was an American-made car that didn't get good mileage. So I de- decided to put in the one with good mileage because I would go preview the houses ahead of time. And then when I had the client in the car, you know, I knew where I was going. So I pulled up there with my Datsun. I went in. I said, I'm here to have the, st- the phone installed. And the guy came out. I said, which car? And I pointed at it. And he said, the phone's worth more than the car because I think the phones were like three thousand dollars. And I said, I asked you to install it. I didn't ask for your opinion. Just put it in the car. And we'll call. It, we'll call it good here. Yeah. So. I'm luckier than you are. Have a I nice didn't day. Ask you to insult it. I said, install it. <laughs> I, got, I got to tell one more story now. But my brother had a owned a trucking company, and and the people in the garage were spending way too much time and money on the coffee machine. So he started making the coffee in the office and then taking it to the garage and just to craft. So, you know, they were. And so um, I got a call from my sister one day, and my brother was uh, taking this coffee in his Suburban. He hit the steering wheel, and the uh, coffee pot broke. So this hot coffee went in his lap. He also had... uh, this is when they still had the boxes underneath the seat and stuff for the phone, and <laughs> it got in that. And, oh, and so dear. my my sister was a nurse, and so she he called and asked for advice as how to treat this burn in a rather sensitive area. And I said, did you say cream and sugar? And she <laughs> said, he, he really wasn't in a joking mood. <laughs> I don't think that was what he was looking for. So did not two sugars well. and, <laughs> and half a cream. So let it go. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, 
totally, totally cool. Well, so today, uh, you know, with Dave, David being in, you know, with this kind of memory lane down retail um, side, you know, prior we actually had you on, you were actually sharing a lot about kind of retailer experience, going to different different big box retail and going around the country doing doing a variety of things there. But uh, you actually made a career shift and yeah. and later later in your career. And so I thought you'd kind of maybe dive into a little bit that and we could kind of talk shop around, around that. Um. 2016, I'd been in, I'd been in a mall since '92 at that point, and all I knew was from being in. We call it in the box, small box. Did it several of the small boxes, and then I went to big box for 21 years. Uh, then I had a chance to meet Mr. Moss here, and uh, his insight was was really great. Cause you he, know his father. <laughs> no, I still yeah. call him Mr. Moss to me. No, no, no. He's okay. he's much more uh, uh, astute than than a lot of the people I've ever worked with. So I'm going to call him Mr. Moss. Uh, and uh, he saw. Uh, he, now I understand what he saw because I'm seeing it now. Is what how much uh, value you have in when you're at work running a big box. Uh, you're given a 220,000 square foot space with essentially the keys, the license, the whole shebang, and you're supposed to run this business, which at my, that time was a $30 million business, and with minimal oversight. So I didn't see the value in that I just did my job, uh, and I had all the people around me doing their jobs, uh, and David saw that there's more to this world than, you know, what you're doing and what you're doing is valuable in many other paths than I, than I had recognized. And, uh, he said, come just apply, just, you know, interview. We got an opening, let's try it out. So I went through the interview process, but it, he, he like gave me a book. Yeah, I did. It was, it was the, uh, what was it? The, the terms and the old ICSC book, Terms of Shopping Center Management, yeah. or something like that. It was pretty awesome. So, I mean, the process. I'm like here, read this. Yes, well, which which I did. I'm, I, I, you know, I've been in a mall since '92, but I didn't understand a mall. So, uh, you know, I understood the, the the semantics of it, but not the actual whole. Uh, yeah, because because then you were learning all kinds of words. We we had lunch together. Yeah. and We were talking about okay, this is what cam <laughs> means. This is how you would describe cam. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about merchandising, yeah. but you know merchandising this way. We're talking about merchandising this way. And yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I came with a list because I was always about the list. So I read the book uh, during that process, and I'm like, well, I, I I know a lot about this. I just call it different things. Yep. It's the same premise, but there's so much more to do. Uh, and it was about a five month, six month time frame from yeah the where, where we had talked about some opportunity or possibility and then and, and, and through interviews kind of through and all stuff, stuff. And so yeah. i remember the day i can vividly remember the day that i got a phone call that it was there they said we'd like you to to join us and uh i had to call my wife and say are you ready for me i'm the sing i'm the only income in the home i have two kids i have a mortgage i have two car payments i'm got kids ready to go to college i mean do you take a left when everything's straight ahead of you and you know you can get to the other end? <laughs> yeah, you and know what I, you're doing, you know what you got. And I know I can do it. You're at this four. I like doing it, but I didn't really like doing it to that level. And do you take that left? And, and at, for at that moment, I it was uh, like kind of numbing, like literally hand numbing, sit on a bench. Especially after and go. What, 26 years? Yeah. I so, mean, that's, yeah, yeah. I mean, small shop to big shop. I mean, that's, that's a long yeah. time to be in a, in a, 
in a in a roadway or on a path. And and it, and you come become comfortable. And that was the thing. I was comfortable, and I knew that path really yeah, well. Yeah, we could drop you into any box in the United States, and you'd get it I'm running. You know what to do. Go. Yeah, and I could do this. Yeah. And, then but we, and then we then we dropped you into the landlord side, and you were like, "Whoo!" <laughs> <laughs> Here, take on two sinners, not just one, and, and make a run of it. But uh, uh, my wife said she was she's still is wonderful and, and awesome. She just said, if "This is what you want to do. I know you're not happy. I know. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. you're not." who you were and I know that you love people and I know that you love to help others do well and I think that if you have the right uh, vein to go push another again that you would be happier and no truer statement was that was uh, okay drop everything stop everything and take a left and, and figure it out you can do it but you've got to have resources and you've got to have, use every resource. Good. I wasn't good at asking for help. I did everything on my own because you had to. You had to. And then this side of the fence, uh, on the property management side, it's using all those dotted lines to help you uh, assimilate a team, get faith in the team, and execute with the team. And then even after that with that team, teaching them to use their dotted lines to help make things uh, occur. So in my five years and three months i've gone from uh you know minimal scenario of a, of a property manager to crazy town yeah you but <laughs> but all the skills that you learned with it you know it was occurring to me here over the years i've probably had 10 people that worked for me some that i hired some that i inherited when we took over properties that were on the uh on the big box side and they they came over and i never had one of them say oh i wish i hadn't done it and i've never heard of a mall manager going to manage a big box no i mean i i don't think if i'd love to if you're out there and you are one of those people i'd love to talk to you because i'd like to see you know what what uh what trauma what head injury you had that would have caused (laughs) something like that because it's probably a good story it's got to be a good story but um you know, most of the time, you, it, you're you're taking on a whole new set of responsibilities and challenges and issues. But uh, I think that, and I've said this before on some of these uh, podcasts, you know, th- those people that manage these stores, big or small, bigger problems, big stores. Even though you have more staff, you also have more people, more problems, more responsibility. And on the small one, uh, you know, you're not able to hire sometimes the same. Uh, quality or commitment of people i mean and so it's it's a it's a problem yeah and uh, i i admire anybody who makes it i've always laughed that i thought it was really funny they'll sign a lease where they're going to pay me hundreds of thousands of dollars they'll spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to build out a store they'll spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to put in inventory and then they'll hire someone at 16 bucks an hour back then because that's pre <laughs> pre-covid that's basics now <laughs> that's so. right. i saw the other day they were paying 18 to 50 to 21 dollars to work at in and out burgers yeah and that See, used to yeah. be the manager of a small store that's that's yeah where 21 <laughs> was like you were you <laughs> yeah, were you making were, good you're, money you're at a small good. store yeah and i, um, I can vouch for that yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden uh, you know, they give them the keys and they expect they know how to treat employees and they'll treat customers, you know, the, the way they, you would want them treated. And, and uh, you know, it, it didn't uh, – sometimes they were very good. But, you know, the good ones don't stay long or they get promoted up. Well, the and people, people recognize them and pick them off. Yeah. And, and, you know, we were we, – David and I were talking earlier just, just that recruiting is – 
is kind of the lifeblood of the industry. I mean, like leasing is, right? Leasing is lifeblood for the mall. It will always be leasing, and, and everything you do is for leasing, so you get more tenants, better sales, better tenants, more sales, and repeated cycle. But but recruiting, finding those good managers and knowing where to push them and how to get them. I mean, most of the time when I walk the mall and I see I see one of my department stores out walking, managers out walking, I know exactly what they're doing. They're, they're looking at the spaces going, yeah, okay, yeah, merchandising, what do you got new? Okay, who's doing well, who's doing well? But the real thing is they're looking at, that one's a good manager right there. Like, oh, hey, how are you? Oh, let's talk what you know. Let's talk shop. How do you know shop? Okay, great. And then it's like, hey, I've got a department for you. Like, you know, how do I get you into my system? How do I work the, the ecosystem to my benefit? Yeah. And, and it works great because the good managers or the good salespeople will just get picked up. And, and usually it's good for them long term, too, uh, you know, to their, to their success as well. Yeah, recruiting, I mean, since we've been here in the last five years, we've recruited uh, David and I, four other members uh, to, of the to, department store community. Uh, yeah, yeah, to yep. come into it, and all of them. I mean, they all are very happy, but they're also very astute at, at what they do. And people come to them for multiple reasons because of their different levels of value or different tones of value. The events, it may it be, or marketing, what it would be, or recruiting, it may it be. Uh, it, so you have all these different hats, but when you're in the box, you have to wear every hat. There's no doubt about it. And sometimes, because when I ran the small box, uh, you were really it. On several days a week when you couldn't do staffing, it was you were opening, closing, inventory, cash control, every every aspect. And you didn't realize. You just did it. It was just yeah. part of it. When you Job, get it done. Yeah. And so when that when you find that person out there that is just in there and they're, they're, they say it's, it's easy or it's good, I like it, that person needs to be pulled out of that and taken to the next world because if that's okay to them to wear every single hat and be successful it's a lot of stress then, then imagine the value yeah imagine yeah. the value with, with support and with someone else in there you know i would love to get someone on who has lived through firsthand in those roles that, like you had during uh, covid because yeah. all the rules changed and oh, i yeah. i remember I, I i came to appreciate um department store managers the more i understood the, their business and because it helped me understand you know some of the uh, uh i i could break it down and even look at some of the smaller stores and and see where their issues were you know whether it was display or promotion or, or merchandising levels which yeah i understand the markups yeah, and markdowns you, you, and all those you things sort of got a feel flies. for it yeah but uh the uh, the last couple of years have just got to be crazy because it, oh. it it's just changed so much and expectations changed and one of the things that frustrates me right now is i think I'm sure it's still a challenge but i swear i think some people are hiding behind it as an excuse for poor service yeah <laughs> oh, you know? yeah uh, i i remember uh where was I, I can't remember who i was talking to but they said um you'd rather have no service than bad service because if you walk into a store and you can't get anyone to help on you you leave aggravated if you walk into a store and you get bad service you don't go back yeah, you know, so if if you can't find anyone, you just it's you know, sort of better. throw up your hands. Yeah. Yeah. But if you have a story to tell about, I interacted with this person and they were a jerk or they were, you know, you're you're done with a store. And yeah. it, once you walk out, there's a lot of times you don't walk back right. if you walk out after a, a negative interaction. Yeah, well, and that used to even be the 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 uh, mo with restaurants, right? Like you always wanted the restaurant to have a good grand opening and to be be set and ready because usually your customers are giving you one 
maybe two tries and like that's it and that's that's all you're getting and and i'm trying to think who told me this but they said they'd rather have a hole than an a-hole <laughs> <laughs> and but that goes back to what i said which if if they come in and you can't get service or the line you seems it up too to long, some reason yeah. yeah you know you walk out and you roll your eyes at them but if if, if we've had this conversation yeah then then, then, yeah, then, then we could good no it's interesting is is uh, David made the transition later in, in the career? I mean, twenty six years in the mall business, and then you and then you pivot right. That was like your fifty year old change. Yeah. You know, Don, did you in your experience because you were you were a regional and you went back to you were running Sandy or, or the, the the mall in Sandy there. And did you make a change in a similar time frame as as David? Yeah, until we were talking earlier, uh, and you could see how good I was with my math. Remember? How old <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, no, that, so. yeah, yeah. I, I remember what fifty <laughs> plus your birth year was divided by two times the. But it was 50 when I went back into, uh, into a regional role. And uh, it was, uh, at, at the time, I have to tell you, I, I almost went begrudgingly. I knew it was a great opportunity, but uh, I was pretty happy where I was. And well, you, you told me once you were actually a pretty good golfer at that point in your life. <laughs> I was better. <laughs> better. Good, better. Good, good is relative, but better. Good, good may be a bad. <laughs> good totally a bad. know that one. But, but I tell you what, you, you're only as good as the people who taught you. Ah. And the two people who taught me, uh, well, I uh, – I, I Not scratch, huh? Yeah, I don't <laughs> want to pull anybody out. I, I will tell you, I was golfing with them one time with one of the two that taught me, and I was trying to pitch up onto a a, a, a green, and I was maybe ten feet away from the green, and I pulled out my pitching wedge, and I'm aiming towards the pin, and I hit the other gentleman who was to ninety degrees to the right. <laughs> I hit him in the leg with a ball, and I went over and I said, "I am so sorry." And he said, you don't need to apologize. I know you weren't aiming for me because you haven't hit anything you've been aiming at all day. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, yeah, that's probably a good point. Like, well, what I want to know is did you, did you get a good bounce off the leg? Because <laughs> that's know, all. Did you get a favorable lie? Yeah, well, he was the police chief, too. And I'm thinking this is probably the last person you want to bean with a ball. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean I'm getting a speeding ticket? I'm sitting on a golf cart. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you know? I have a ticket right here, and it says you were speeding. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the thing that I liked about it, was uh, you said earlier you were a people person. I love the opportunity to travel around the country and get to meet other teams and, and see other malls and other markets. You know, some were much bigger and better than w what I came from. Some were made me thankful where I had been because they were they were different. You know, the funny thing, we were talking about malls transitioning. I don't think there's a mall out there that there hadn't been uh, life cycles. Uh, the, the first mall I had in Utah, it, uh, it went bankrupt twice. And I was there when it was on the upside. My joke was if I was there any earlier, I'd been blamed for it. If I came any later, I couldn't take credit for it. <laughs> but I was there in the right time. Yeah, <laughs> that you know, nice where, yeah. where population came around, you know, the, 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 the pieces growth start came that yeah. way. Yep, the and pieces so all, start coming together. All that momentum. Yeah. So, uh, but it, it was just fun going around and uh, uh, just meeting the, you, you know, this podcast is almost a podcast of love for the industry that was very good. And I think we could say for all of us. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, you just got to work with so many wonderful people, so many wonderful teams. You got to face a lot of challenges, but you also saw a lot of successes. And, I mean, uh, it, it's amazing how creative uh, these people that have, have decided to make this their career, how creative they become. And, and you know, they, they end up knowing a whole lot about a lot of things. Maybe, maybe not, <laughs> you know, the depth that you – I used to joke that I have an inch, inch of knowledge – you know, a mile wide, and there's other people that have a mile, you know, depth, depth on of, an inch of. Uh, but, <laughs> but I mean, they're also experts in the field, and they get it. But uh, in my case, it was just understanding, um, 
you know, they, they know their markets. We, we had a congressman visiting one of our centers one time where they were, uh, we were expanding. And he came out, and we gave him a tour, and we were talking about the expansion area, walking through it and, you know, explaining things. And I think he was on the uh, – uh, it was an armed force – or it was, it was appropriation committee or something. He had just visited a, uh, a military installation that was going through an expansion, and he said, I'm amazed that, you sit, <laughs> that you're sitting here – and the mall manager had a, was a big part of this – you're telling me all these details – and I was just at a military base that was probably spending, you know, 100 times more. And they didn't really know what was going on. Yeah. And if you're the mall manager, you're not out there, you know, setting the steel. You're probably not pouring the concrete. You're sure not running the electric. But you know what? You've got a pretty good idea of what's going on, and you can have this conversation. And it was really impressive to hear when he said that. Uh, and, and like I said, I'm giving the manager no. – props for that and john you know who you are uh <laughs> name <laughs> drop yeah but uh you know it, it just made you realize you know we're, we're sort of unique in this industry yeah did you have trepidation when you went from that next segue you know, i i did it took a little while to get used to it and you know traveling uh, it's tough and it's tough being away from your uh from your family and that luckily my wife was very supportive of it uh in fact, after dare, a while, dare I say, happy that yeah, you were yeah. not. <laughs> just kidding, no, just all, kidding. all I know, if I was home for too long, all of a sudden my suitcase would appear near the door. <laughs> <laughs> Looks hey, like you got to go visit yeah, a mall, yeah. sir. Somewhere Have else. you seen all of your teams recently? <laughs> you know, I, I think there there surely has to be one out there that that can stand another visit from you. So uh, no, it's um, no. It, it 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 was good. And but like I said, what was good was uh, the excitement of seeing all these different challenges. You, you know, the other thing that I probably this was the biggest thing I can take from being a regional is when you're looking at 20 or 30 or 40 malls that you've either enacted with, uh, you can help people put things in perspective. You know, yeah. just because you're having a really, really bad day, and it is a bad thing that's going on, but, you know, there was usually some that was another, you know, <laughs> well, you think yeah. you're having a bad day, <laughs> you know, <laughs> over here. And, and, you know, you could help people find that perspective. And uh, I, I just like that. I just like, you know, interacting with the team and help them get the right perspective. And I'll tell you, too, when I was having bad days, sometimes I'd get with the right team that would pick me right back up and, and make me realize. And bring you back around. Yeah, I yeah. like doing this because yeah. it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's fun. But, uh, no, it's, it's good. And uh, what's funny is any time a new property came into the portfolio, I always wanted it. I wanted to be the one that brought it in. <laughs> I wanted to see what they were Welcome doing. Welcome the new team. See if the ideas. Yeah. Oh, and the person that I took with me a lot of those times when I had a choice as to who was going was a guy that had been a manager of a Lord and Taylor yeah. because oh, interesting. he would he that's would travel a, with me and, and he would, uh, you know, having his feedback and, and his help was just tremendous. Well, and, and I think it, it also builds in an instant connection with, you know, a different mall manager coming in and being able to connect with the mall team dramatically. Oh, it's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be all right. Like. Yeah, I mean, in fact, I used to joke, you know, outside of maybe one or two examples that I can think of in all of the dispositions and acquisitions, you know, you never didn't keep the mall team because they knew where the bodies were buried, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, no and, doubt. And outside of them not playing their cards right, they, uh, you'd come in and go, yeah, no, I want you here. Yeah, no, because well, I need well, to know why there's a hole over there. <laughs> I've got a thousand travel stories and uh, a thousand uh, uh, mall team stories, but we were – bringing some malls into the portfolio and the mall manager at one of these when we walked in said i hope you're going to make me a great offer because they've already said they want to keep me <laughs> and i was traveling with uh, 
uh, actually an HR person. And when they left the room, we both looked at each other and said, well, he better take that other job <laughs> because he's not good. If that's the first thing you say to us when we come in as the, as the new owners, and yeah. we did not get him. And as it turned out, he was, uh, he was running a bluff on us, uh-huh. which did not work well for him. Ooh, <laughs> uh, yeah. bluff. It, it, it's, the only, it's the only time I can think of. Now, there were times where people didn't transition for whatever reason. Yeah, they, they were close to retirement or they something did, times they did out, have something Something else. times out for them, right. and that's fine. But this one here, he just thought, ooh, I, I've, I've got a strategy how to better my lot. thought he had a strategy. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, not all strategies are good ones. Talking about strategies or segueing, David. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. No, I'm uh, exactly. No, I'm uh, exactly. I'm off to, uh, you know, I'm off to do some property management for some regional stuff, which will be pretty, pretty exciting. I'm actually looking at at transitioning here and, and, and being entrepreneurial and, and getting the chance to, to do kind of build a platform for the for the property management. I'm super excited about it. It's going to be always been be a lot of fun. In my mind, all the all the, you know the the the, da- the I'm looking at data sets and data lines and making sure all the stuff's coming in and like capex plans and can reconciliations and then Just entrepreneurial like what 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 idea comes out? I mean that's the funniest part about mall management. I was just reminiscing with a couple other people is it's like, you know, I can be dropping ping pong balls from the second story down to hit, try and hit cups. And at the same time that I'm reading a lease file trying to find out why I can get some extra money because I just had a grand opening. Like, you know, like wait, it's just. Wait a minute. You've been playing beer pong at, at the mall? Is that beer, beer pong at the mall from <laughs> 25 feet. So, yeah. It's, you know, so, but but uh, it's a pro level. It's a pro level. It's a pro yeah, level. You right, know, we, we're trying to get the balance off the Velcro just right. You know, it's still totally good. But uh, but we did give away some money, and people did manage to win it, which was, which was pretty exciting. Well, I'm excited for your new opportunity, and they're lucky to have you because uh, you bring a wealth of experience in, and you're, you're, you're going to learn a whole lot of uh, – of uh, you're, you're approaching a little bit of a different setup as far as the real estate that you're working with, but yeah. the principles are still going to be the same. Yeah, and you're going to find the new matrix and the new the new uh, marching orders there. So yeah, no, but your guys' experience is very very enlightening because you know transitioning to something different to, that's still within the property management mall public yeah. sector is still is still exciting but very very different. And you didn't have to wait till fifty to make that. Know. You know what? True, I am still a little <laughs> light of that number. So I that. wish I wish you know you you you, you know you look back to gosh I wish I'd have met David Tinian, but it was the right time. Oh yeah, right. timing was timing was, was great, and it was uh, obviously the right for me. I don't know for my my peers, but for me it was the right thing. Uh, but you know, you you we use the word mentor, and you typically think as a mentor to be someone as of an elder to you and all that. But David is uh, not my elder, but he's a mentor of mine. So you're the, you're my first mentor in my life that's been a junior to me uh, by a number of years, but still you have a, a, a knowledge that's far beyond mine. So mentorship, to, it taught me a lesson. Mentors come in any shape, fame, swords, age, whatever, but you know, utilize your mentor. I still call my first mentor, uh, Jim Benson, still with my previous company. He just got a promotion to nice. And uh, we talk on the regular and uh, it, but he was that person that in my life that at a time that uh, my wife was going to step away and I was going to be alone and and into that single income and he walked me through that and it was fantastic, but I but I look at that and I'm like if I didn't have him there what would that have done to me, uh, and if I didn't have David uh, in the seat helping me where would I might be today? The re- but what David set up for me is where I am now and I'm proud to be there yeah and you should uh, be but uh 
Thanks a lot. Hey, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> no, you, but, but you warned me. Yeah. Well, but but you know, but you've also got to discover all kinds of new problems because in your in your newer building, you know, your newer buildings with your pre- previous company, you, you did all kinds of things. But you got to go experience like giant sinkholes at properties and get to climb down in there and find pipes that hadn't been yeah. covered in. And who knew you had a whole cellar down there that you know that went along the building? Correct. And, you know, and we found some very creepy things on the yeah. walls. Yeah, yes, it was very. Yeah. I was and waiting for a red balloon to come yeah, floating down I, the hallway. I was I, very I nervous. Appre- I appreciate you're still saying thank you after experiencing all of that. <laughs> but I've always been, oh, and to my detriment, according to my 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 leadership, is too operational. Uh, but I found, and I'm sure you've found, and you've found that uh, the more operational your understanding is of this type of world, the better you are to help those people achieve something so i know i can walk my two previous centers and tell them pretty much where everything is on the phone like if something went wrong i can go you're going to go down this hallway you're going to take the next door you're going to (laughs) go behind that door you're going to open this panel but it gets them through it you know or i have an idea this is how i could fix this situation so yeah when the sinkhole came i got these waiter things on and I went down there and helped them do it and they turned around and looked at me and said what are you doing in here and I said we don't have any capex for this we need to get this done (laughs) and we have an event tomorrow (laughs) so let's 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 do this while my boss calls me on the phone he goes where are you you don't want to know I'll call you later (laughs) but but you know you you bring up a great point and I had the opportunity uh, uh, some podcast back of talking to the lady who was my mentor and uh, you know she was uh I, I think she skewed more towards marketing, but as she said during it, she had to learn about different roofs and, and uh, uh, dense grade aggregate. And she had a center <laughs> that had a total energy plant, so you had to you were producing your own electricity, wow. your chilled water. Your you know it wasn't just a it wasn't just a central plant for HVAC. HVAC. If the plant wasn't running, you didn't have electricity to run the HVAC. Wow. So, uh, I mean, it, and, and that was definitely outside of her comfort zone. But, uh, yeah, I, I've always said that uh, if, if you're not willing to get out there and get dirty, and, and uh, I, I think I may have told this story before, but there was a time where uh, I got a call from my security on a Saturday and none of the housekeepers showed up. Oh. And so. Uh, That's always know, a fun call. Yeah. yeah. It's a good one on Saturday. It's recent. When you have a food court. <laughs> he was a police officer, and uh, he was in uniform, but he said, I'm going to take off my shirt and my gun belt. He said, I'll start bussing stuff till you get down here. So uh, th- this is another guy that I would love to have on here because Ron yeah. was just spectacular. But uh, So I get down there, and now I've got a Disney broom and pan, and I'm out cleaning the food court because that's usually where you have to put your most fo- focus in because of right. – you know, the, the turnover of, and so, uh, I mean, I have tenants coming up to me saying, oh, I see you finally got a job that works for you <laughs> now, you know, yeah, thank you. Thank fitting, you. fitting. <laughs> yeah. And I called my district manager for that uh, company and I said, just so you know, I'm here on a Saturday, I'm charging my overtime rate yeah. because I've already put in my hours and I expect to be paid for my time. And so uh, I think I was there like four hours till they got everybody down there. And trust me, they had everybody down there. <laughs> so uh, I did send them a bill. They did pay me, which was, uh, which was very nice. And then years later, I, got, I was the op- had the opportunity when I got to the VP role of they were interviewing all these different housekeeper, housekeeping companies. And they're going along and saying, you know, they're so-and-so with such and such and such and such. And they got to the one, and they said, you know, they're from 
such and such company. I said, I worked for you guys for a short period of time. And they said, oh, really? I said, yeah, it was four hours on a Saturday when you didn't have anyone come in. And I went down there. And you can see the color draining from their face, like, we're not going to get this yeah. contract, are we? This is, this is going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but, but, you know, I, but I, they were honorable and paid you, so you're like, did. oh, I'll consider your report. And I have to tell you, so that company, we have, a, uh, the, and I say we, I'm retired now, but there is a manager over a couple properties, an operations manager who worked for that company, and they work for they work for the company. The I work company, for them. Yeah. I, I don't know why I'm so funny, but but anyway, uh, she is probably one of the most quality people that I've known in that role. And so you know, it, it goes back to what we were talking earlier. The the companies are only as good as the person that you're dealing with. And the company could be crap, and I'm not saying the company was. But the person I was dealing with at that time where no one was there was a problem. But this other person, I mean. Top notch and amazing. Yeah. yeah. And what's great is she has two properties now. But before, she, I think she used to have like 20 accounts. Oof. And she's the most calm person in the world now because no matter what's happening, it's like, I've seen worse. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Let's get this exactly. done. Yeah, that's that's exactly. a, you guys are losing your stuff, but this is really okay. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We can work through this. Yeah. We can work through this. It isn't a problem. Yeah. I, think that, I think that is pretty much property management at T. If you can keep your cool and you just realize that it could be worse. It's going to be okay. Well, you know what I said about, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, the nice thing about a, a regional role is you can help people get perspective. Yeah. You know, in her case, no matter what was happening, I'm sure she's thinking, oh, this is a great day compared to what I was. And you have to think that sometimes oh, for managing uh, it. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 that's a great segue for the uh, for that box-to-box format is you look back at what you achieved inside those boxes and you're like, how did we make that happen? And, but we did it, and it was always team. It was always a group. But we worked really, really hard. Seventy hours a week was normal. Uh, and now I look back, I feel guilty. But then some of my teammates might say something. They're like, "Wow, this is crazy." I'm like, "Yeah, nope." So yeah, but in forty six this week, I don't know. Uh, it, but I mean, it just put perspective, 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 and and. Uh, your surroundings are as good as you want them to be, even, no matter what's happening. And uh, we have a lot of that right now with the renovation going yeah. on in, our, in my current world. And uh, I see a lot of the duck paddling. A lot of feet underneath moving real quick, calm heads on top, and then we pull ourselves to the side and we go, we're good, right? We're good, right? We're good. We're all good. good. <laughs> we're all checking. Then, then we go back out there and let the feet go again and, and, and let it happen. But you need to keep that perspective. Well, and during a major that. renovation, that's, that's, a, that's a good teammate and team member kind of compassion where you're where you're all out there you're all keeping your cool you know the the old saying in the mall is i can do whatever i want to my tenants as long as i tell them in advance yes <laughs> <laughs> i had that discussion today with one of them yep i'm telling you that tomorrow we're going to rip out all of the tile in front of your shore but we're going to let you have a passageway and we're going to make sure customers get in there but all of this will be gone tomorrow morning okay all right great well, yeah, today, we're on for the ride <laughs> today's was all this is going all this is going up <laughs> down and then this walkway goes away and then we're going to have these things all hanging down here have a great week (laughs) she goes i need to call my district manager she knows so we're ready to go good we're all good then so (laughs) call away (laughs) well i think that's true so 
career transitions transitions later later in life that have re- led to rewarding things and retailer evolution has been I think it's been a great great discussion it's been a lot of fun to talk about the history the evolution and then also just how being a property manager and having the experience from somewhere else and bringing it in really enhances the overall experience so David thank you for joining us today absolutely thanks David you bet it's been great I appreciate the yeah. time thanks for letting me be here it's it's always a pleasure and awesome Thank you for listening today. Uh, hit us up on LinkedIn, and uh, we'd love to love to hear more stories. So, if you know of somebody that's been in the mall business, or if you have a if you have some questions about the mall business, we'll, we'll definitely uh, look to answer those questions and keep us keep us going. But thank you for listening today. And we'll catch you next. Time.